This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. Good morning. Good evening, wherever you are. This is your weekly safety meeting. This is protecting workers from heat stress. Let me point out that, at least in the United States, we have listeners all over the world, there is no standard for heat stress written in the Occupational Safety and Health Law, also known as the Occupational Safety and Health Act, administrated by OSHA, or the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. So if there is a heat stress situation on your project and OSHA comes out, most likely you're going to be cited, if you're going to be cited at all, under the General Duty Clause, which states that you have to give your employees a safe and healthful workplace free of recognized hazards, and in this case, the recognized hazard is heat. So, what does that mean for us, protecting from heat? Heat illness. Exposure to heat can cause illness and death. The most serious heat illness is a heat stroke. Other heat illnesses, such as heat exhaustion, heat cramps, and heat rash, should also be avoided. There are precautions that can be taken anytime temperatures are high and the job involves physical work. These are some of the risk factors for heat illnesses. High temperature and humidity, direct sun exposure, with little or no breeze or wind. Some type of physical labor. No recent exposure to hot workplaces. So if you're new to a hot work environment, this is also a risk factor. Low fluid intake. We're talking people who don't drink water, maybe appropriate amounts or reasonable amounts of sports drinks, things of that nature, or who are, like me, coffee addicts uh, and other high uh, caffeine drinks, things of that nature that may dehydrate you. And if you're wearing some type of impervious clothing or PPE, like an impervious suit for chemical hazards, fire retardant clothing, or anything like that, what are some of the symptoms of heat exhaustion? We're talking headache, dizziness, or fainting, weakness and wet skin, thirst, nausea, or vomiting. What I've noticed that every time I'm dealing with a heat-related emergency at work, we have people who are irritable and confused. They start acting not themselves and everything else. Symptoms of a heat stroke, which is the next level, right? They may be confused, unable to think clearly, faint, collapse, or have some type of seizure. They may stop sweating. At this point, often the skin turns red or it could turn pale. To prevent a heat illness, what do you need to do? The employer needs to establish a heat illness prevention program, needs to provide training about the hazards leading to heat stress and how to prevent them, provide cool water to workers close to the work area, and as always, they recommend at least one pint of water per hour. Now you could get into a water deficit because you could sweat more than what you drink in and what you take in. So it's important to continue the hydration after work is already completed and maybe before work starts at the beginning of your shift. You can modify work schedules and arrange frequent rest periods and with water breaks and shaded, maybe air conditioned areas. You could gradually increase workloads and allow more frequent breaks for workers that are new to heat so they can acclimate to the heat. Designate a responsible person to monitor these conditions, then protect workers who are at risk and consider protective clothing that provides cooling. How to protect workers. Know the signs and symptoms of the heat illness, maybe use a blood buddy system. Block out direct sunlight and other heat sources. Drink plenty of fluids. Drink often and before you are thirsty. Drink water every 15 minutes. Avoid beverages containing alcohol and caffeine. Wear light, light-colored, or loose-fitting clothes. Let's say that you are faced with a heat-related illness. Call a supervisor for help 
or other appropriate person. If no one's available and if you have a heat-related emergency, that's definitely a 911 or in some places a 911 call. Have someone stay with the worker until help arrives. Move the worker to a cooler or shaded area. Remove outer clothing. Fan and mist the worker with water, apply ice or ice bags and towels, and provide cool drinking water if able to drink. If the worker is not alert or seems confused, this might be a heat stroke and is a medical emergency and you need to call 911 and apply ice as soon as possible to the appropriate areas. Again, an appropriate first aid CPR course is more in-depth and will show you what to do about heat-related illnesses and what the appropriate steps are. So if you're interested in a course, give us a call. Drop us a line at jim at safetywars.com. This is your weekly safety meeting from Jim Polzel and Safety Wars. We work safely, win the safety war. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.